0: Thanks to Organifi for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition that tastes great. To get 15% off any product, go to Organifi.com dreamjob and use promo code dreamjob. Also, thanks to Glossier. You probably know Glossier for their skincare products and for popularizing the glowy, dewy skin look. Glossier also creates makeup products body care products and fragrance for a limited time new customers can get 10 percent off your first order by visiting glossier.com slash podcast slash dream job also thanks to wondery in the newest season of wondery's business wars podcast instagram versus tiktok they track the war between the two social media giants you can listen to the new season on apple Podcasts, spotify or listen ad free by joining wondery plus in the wondery app Hey, it's Kathy. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I was just thinking, you know, we have housewarming parties and you buy a house and people bring things. I'm like, we should have business warming parties. Like when one of your friends is starting a business, you throw a party and everybody brings something that they might need. And not only that, but just to celebrate them. So I just posted that yesterday on my Instagram and I I want to hear what business you're starting. So go to my Instagram, like that post and comment, what business are you starting? You'll see it. It's in my feed from yesterday. Go to kathy.heller on Instagram. And then I'm going to choose three of you and I'm going to send you a bundle of gifts because I want to be here for this. I want to be here to celebrate with you. And I want to cheer you on and give you some stuff that you might need and some stuff that might make you just feel extra awesome because you are awesome. You're starting a business. And to me, that means you are having empathy for the world and for yourself because you've decided, you know what? I do have something awesome that could help someone or lift someone up or solve a problem for someone. And I'm going to claim my greatness and I'm going to put it in the world and I'm going to put it in the world, which not only will help me be financially free, but I'll be giving people around me permission that they can do their thing. Yes, I'm here for it. Okay. Now today, it's a super special episode. We have a couple very, very brave, very, very vulnerable, courageous souls who I've been coaching in the Made to Do This program. And they gave us permission for you to hear their stories. And I'm saying, I feel honored. I feel completely in awe that I get to connect with people like this. It really is humbling. And um in these moments, I can't believe this is a job because it just it just feels like such an incredible gift um, to just be around people like this. If you want to be there where I'm coaching you, the place where you can get that is a couple times a month there's some of that going on in the arrive community. You can go to kathyheller.com slash arrive community and join us. If you have been in made to do this, then you might want to think about applying to our mastermind. You can go to kathyheller.com slash apply. That one you can't just register for. You have to apply, but that is six months of deep dive hot seats and just coaching with me and with my head coaches. And it's good stuff. And we'd love to see you in there. So you can go apply, kathyho.com slash apply if you've been and made to do this or any of my past programs, or if you already have some semblance of your idea and you are just ready now to dive in and grow and scale your business, you can come and apply for that. Okay, so let's get to it. These are, like I said, probably two of the most powerful stories I've heard. I just want to share my gratitude and my respect to both of these women, Juliana and Sherry, who you're about to hear from. You are so brave, so fierce, and what you're doing in this world is just making such an impact. These two moments are really about reclaiming our life, overcoming stuff that people may have said or things that we might have been told. It's about transforming the pain that we've survived and 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 really like an alchemist, turning all of it into something so powerful, so profound. There's no way you're not going to be inspired by these two incredibly strong, wise souls. I'd love for you to follow them both. And after you hear these stories, if they touch your heart, if they mean something to you, I'd love you to reach out and let them know that you heard their story and, and share with them how you're feeling, because I think that that might go a very long way. So first, we're going to hear from Juliana, who's been through a long journey of some really difficult things. She's been taking very valiant steps to come back home to who she is. And she is now about to be creating something so spectacular. Take a listen. Juliana's here. I'm here. So what do you want to talk
1: about? So I've spent my whole life thinking I was an introvert because when I would show up with anyone... I would show up in a shell or I would show up like wearing a mask. And it is so exhausting to show up as a fake version of yourself. And so I was like, I hate being around people because it's exhausting, but I didn't hate being around people. I hated being the fake version of myself. And I've definitely kind of realized like, maybe I'm not a complete extrovert, but talking with people and having deep conversations energizes me so much. And that's what I want to spend my life doing, honestly, just having deep conversations. And I'd like to get paid for having deep conversations. Oh,
0: my God. That is so liberating and so huge that you let that in, like that knowing just kind of came up. So what are you thinking about these deep conversations? Where is that leading you? Well, like even
1: I was also in the don't keep your day job call yesterday and I was crying through the whole thing. And strangers, like not even people who aren't made to do this, complete strangers were messaged, like private messaging me saying, You are making this such a beautiful experience for me. I was like, What the what? <laughs> my crying and snot is making this a beautiful experience for you. But they were just like asking me, like, what's coming up for me? And some even like found me on Instagram, <laughs> just because showing up as myself, my messy crying self it meant something to people and it meant a lot to me to see that and just to know that I'm not trying to do anything. I am doing the thing. I am making a podcast. It's called Let's Big Talk, which is essentially the idea of, I want to do the opposite of small talk. I want to have deep conversations and not just having conversations, but trying to move toward living the life that I want to live and also help people figure out what does that life look like for them? Because I'm 29 and I have wasted, maybe wasted is a harsh word, but I haven't spent my life at all being the true me. And I don't want to like spend another moment or day not
0: being me. Mm, Amen. So what does it, what does it look like what you were doing and what now you're doing when it feels like you're being you like what's your transformation journey look like tell us a little bit more
1: yeah um i'm recovering from binge eating disorder and like i went to treatment last year and if you can imagine people with eating disorders tend to be like young white thin women and here i was 29 still young but not like the 18 year olds who were in there Um, and a hispanic woman in a larger body and it was very uncomfortable to be there and to show up and like question if I'm going to be accepted. And I'm like locked in a facility for weeks with complete strangers, but it, it's so weird to say, but it was one of the greatest experiences of
0: my life. It's not because, weird to say that's because amazing
1: of the conversations that I had, because when you're in treatment, everyone knows why they're there. Everyone knows why everyone else is there. And there was no small talk. <laughs> it was 100%. This is the shit that I've gone through in my life. <laughs> this is why I'm here. And even more beautiful than that, like, this is the person I'm going to be when I leave here. I'm not leaving here the person that I, that I was when I got here. And I felt that. And I wanted to leave differently. And I did in some ways. But... Not as much as what 2020 has given me, that it's been a year of loss, but it's been a year of like gaining myself. I've had to like rediscover who I am away from the identity that I've had of my whole life of being the girl with depression and anxiety and eating disorder and just like mentally ill is what I've been. And I know I'm so much more than that. And I know that there are people who kind of view themselves through that lens too of I'm just a mentally ill person and I have no value and I have no worth and like I remember a few weeks ago you brought up this idea that like imposter syndrome is not really imposter syndrome it's like an issue of worthiness and I find that to be so true because I spent my whole life thinking that I was worth nothing that the people would just be better off without me because I'm just such a burden and I don't, I don't believe that anymore. Like I feel like, not to be cheesy, but I'm meant to do something. <laughs> I'm meant to do something incredible, and I'm meant to use my voice. And before made to do this, I was applying to go to grad school to be a therapist because I was fired from my job in June. And when I saw your ad, I was just like, maybe there's another way. <laughs> and I
0: think there is there is so much power and empowerment and healing. And you are so not mentally ill. You know, I look at it like the people who feel the most sometimes feel the loneliest. And then you're thinking or you're told like, there's that problem. You're mentally, it's like, no, I'm actually have a really big capacity to feel. And (laughs) the way you all are acting seems mentally ill. It's like not feeling anything, not talking about anything, shoving everything down. Like that's bizarre. That's not an open-hearted, coherent state to be in. It's insane. That's why all these people have all these diseases because one way or another, your body's going to not be able to handle the fact that you're cutting off from yourself. So it's like, it's just fascinating what we consider mentally ill, but um, you are so awake and you are so whole. And I am so here for this. I mean, the way you just spoke sentence after sentence, sacred, beautiful truth. Everybody needs you and they don't need you to have a therapy license for you to be saving their life right now. You're incredible. I'm so grateful that I got to just witness this now let's turn this into a business. (laughs) Okay. So we always start broad. Do you notice what everybody does? We start off in this broad place. I want to help people. And then we get to hear who you are and we're all like glued. So of course you could pick any person. You could pick anyone to help. Who do you think is speaking your language? Who's you five minutes ago? Who is you before? Who are you talking to? Who feels that feeling of, I am all alone in this world and I am a problem. Who is feeling that, that you think that you could talk to right now?
1: I created my avatar.
0: (laughs) I want to hear it. She
1: is the 24 year old version of me, but her name is Carrie. She's 24. She also lives in South Florida and she locks herself in her room, plays video games has never dated anyone, feels like she's going to be alone forever, like I felt, and just wants someone to speak her language and wants to hear that she's not weird and she's not mentally ill, she's not a burden, that she's meant for something more. And the world is a scary place, and she's in control of a lot of choices that she can make to make it better. She wants to find her community and she wants to find where she fits in. She doesn't want to be alone anymore. She doesn't know how to how to not be alone and how to kind of change the way she's been living.
0: So let's see if we can figure out how to make sure that she knows we're talking to her. I think you already did a really phenomenal job. Do you think that you would call out her relationship to food or not? <laughs> okay I think that's a really good move because it removes the shame Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I didn't know I had an eating disorder until I was 25 (laughs) because eating disorder again is a thin white woman
0: (laughs) I'm not a thin white woman (laughs) yeah and what do you envision like when you start to speak this way she she will hear you and she will come close so what do you want to offer her to do? What, what are you thinking about? What do you want to create? What do you want to, what do, what do you want to offer her? Do you want to offer her to be part of a community? Do you want to offer some kind of a program? Do you want to um, do a retreat? What do you, what do you feel like has been the thing that's made the most sense?
1: Yeah. It's the community piece to me of having a safe place to go to with people who understand her and, Are willing to listen and not just you know brush it off as oh there she goes being emotional (laughs) again.
0: Yeah, I think that you'll literally save lives. Nothing short of that. I think you will literally save lives, and you don't have to be anything else or say anything else or have a better light. Like you can just do what you just did. That's everything. Just then, not feeling alone, and then just sharing your experience. Right, like even if you just say one fricking day at a time, like breathe in and out today. You know, or perhaps I, I get the feeling that you've learned more things along the way and you can share what you, you know, you've you've learned and you can also facilitate, you know, different ways for people to just get to share, just to hold the space for people. And then you can also bring people into that group. You know, you could bring in different kinds of people, even if it's even if it has nothing to do with food. It could just be whatever feels good, you know, we're going to paint. So I brought in my friend, she's going to lead us in this project just to be together and and connect, right? It it doesn't have to look like any one thing. I think there is such a missed opportunity for the healing in this world, which is I'm available, period. I'm available. I think the I'm available is huge. And I think this could be crazy big. Like it's going to be as big as you will allow it to be but it could wind up being a huge community. And then once COVID lifts, it could be like a live event. You could have different speakers. You can even have people from the community get up and speak. That would probably be even more interesting, but it's powerful. So tell me, what have you started already? Because it sounds like there's a podcast brewing. So my idea for the podcast is
1: one episode that's like reality show. So like my first episode will be about making the podcast. So I've of course had those moments of like, what the f am I doing? Who wants to hear me? And then, like I'm falling, talking into my microphone, so like literally like a reality show of doing something that's out of my comfort zone that'll make me grow. And then following that, an episode where I speak to my audience about what they've been scared to say, what they've been scared to share, how have they used their voice, how have they not used their voice? So just kind of like modeling for them what it would be like to show up and be vulnerable and giving them the opportunity to then do the same.
0: That's awesome. I also want to say something about one way that you phrase something, what you said, I got there and, you know, I knew I left a different person than when I came, right. Which is something that people say, but I really think that becoming ourselves is about unbecoming all the things that were not us. So it's just a reunion, right? It was a reunion with that wholeness and goodness that is you that wasn't broken and just could return home to how you came in this world, which was perfect. Perfectly imperfect, you just yeah. fine, right?
1: I journaled something this week. That I now feel myself rising up, which is simultaneously sinking down back into myself and my knowing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) My God, you're going to be so famous. You get it. I can tell. Oh my God. No wonder you've been crying. You're like, I get this. It's like, (laughs) I was meant to say these things, right? Okay, so... So how can I support you? Because I'm, all I'm saying is yes to everything and you're right there. So I guess the only thing that remains to be seen is what the heck? How come you're not putting this out there? Are you waiting for what to start this community?
1: I'm putting my trailer out next Thursday. So I would, I've been waiting for the trailer to come out to do something.
0: Okay, But not the podcast, this community Mm -hmm. of Carrie. How do we go get Carrie and invite her into a group? That's a good question. So what's in the way? Yeah, I've just wanted to have some place where I could
1: point people. And I felt like I can't do that until the podcast is somewhere. But I I guess I don't know where to start to find the people.
0: So when you stop trying and you just are it, Mm -hmm. they'll just all come. And so... You don't need something to send them to other than like, hey, here's the Facebook group where we all are going to meet. But I will tell you what, Thanksgiving is all the feels. And of all the days that you might want to show up in the world and talk about what it means to go home for the holidays or going home and yet it's really not home at all and what it means to go home to yourself. I can't think of a better day for you to just decide to show up and be fully visible as yourself. I mean, I'm thinking about what we're in right now and we are going into the greatest season of depression, anxiety, suicide, sadness. I would not wait one more second to shine your light. And again, you do not have to have the answers. You do not have to fix it. You do not have to do anything other than exactly what you said, which is I'm here. You're not alone, period. Let's hang out together. And then I would just keep saying to you, be really clear about that with yourself. And as long as you energetically hold that boundary, they'll get that. But you have to know that. I just want that to be clear for you that you don't get caught in this trap of like, oh my God, there's a person with an eating disorder here. And I all of a sudden feel like I need to be a therapizing this person. Like that's not your job. You can't take that on. That's not what you're here for. Can that same person with an eating disorder go to a yoga class or go to a dance class or go to somebody's house for a dinner party? Of course, you don't need to be a therapist to show up in this person's life and add something awesome to her life. So you're just clear, this is a community where we gather. Or we are not alone, where we hold space for each other, period. And then just start to feel that out. Like you might feel like, you know what? I'm not going to open up this can of beans because it winds up leading to this, this, and this. And I don't think I'm here to hold that, but it's enough. What I'm telling you, what you just said and you being you, even if you Shared your story. And then all you guys did was hang out together and do things that have nothing to do with food or therapy or anything. And you were just like, all right, our activity this week is making our like online dating profiles. They're so silly. Like you being you, you've already done it. They're not alone. They get to gather with people who are like them. And it doesn't have to be that you have all the tools to save them from all these things. I trust that people just being available and going, I've got three minutes, what do you need to say? And then just saying like, I'm here. You don't need to say anything back. You know, my friend, Susan, she trained in this beautiful Native American practice called Council. And they do this now in high schools. There's a few high schools in LA that do it. And the kids get to come out of class once a week to be part of council. And they, it's like that old school picture of a talking stick. And everyone sits in a circle. And you're only talking when you have the talking stick. And it's a beautiful tradition. And the person at the school, his job is literally to lead council. And all he does is come up with the topic, create the, hold the space, and facilitate the circle. He doesn't add any advice. He doesn't give... He's like, okay, today we're talking about bullying. When someone's talking, you're listening. You don't ask questions. You don't interrupt. When you're talking, you just speak from your heart and you don't pre-prepare, whatever. That's all the rules are. And they're saying that the kids are getting so much out of the council and no one's teaching anything. So I think that it's more than enough what you are and just letting people kind of, and, and and maybe through that experience, you will decide to bring in a professional person once a month who can do their thing and let them take that on. But for right now, this is like probably the better way to make a living and, and you can do it just as you are. So what do you say you start? Yes. <laughs> I mean, whatever feels good to you. Yes. I'm ready.
1: I went live for the first time yesterday and I, I made my first reel today. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Do you have a name for this community? No. Okay. Well, your podcast name is amazing, right? Big talk. And it's actually cool because it's big and it's kind of embracing whether we're big or small, small people, too small. Maybe they think they're too small and they can have a big conversation or they're big and that's also okay. Maybe it's that. I like it. I don't think we have to overthink it. You can change the name of it. But I like big talk too. It's catchy. Talk. I went
1: with let's big talk because let's say big talk
0: is already being used. But let's big talk. <laughs> okay. I mean, it can even be the big talk. I would just keep talking about this big talk, and it is big talk, and it needs to happen. And the emphasis is on just the talking and the holding space, and not, you know, not giving solutions. I would do this tomorrow. I think it could potentially be a very viral thing. And I would just share your heart and invite people. Maybe it's a dollar to be part of this big talk community. And you just start sketching it out. What would that look like? What would we do the first week? What would we do the second week? How can I make people feel welcome? And just play with it. That
1: little worthy voice like comes in my head and it's, I I, I keep having to like smack it away in my head.
0: Yeah, we all have that. But you know how I look at it now, you guys, it's like all these voices, all these characters in our head, it's like characters in a play and let them be there. But it's like, who's playing the main role. And you're like, Oh, there you are. But you're like a co-star. We'll let you walk on because you need to, you need your moment, but I'm playing the main part. Sorry. I am because it is, who are we pretending to be? We're pretending anyway. It's all whatever we decide, right? So you're the lead and she's a co-star and just notice her, give her a name. There's Blanche coming in. There she is. She's got to tell me I'm not worthy. That's her part. She's so good at it. And then just send her back to her room and you'll get better and better at it as you just do what you're doing because confidence doesn't come first. It's just courage. And guess what? When we're in moments like this, this is the exact time we actually get to practice courage. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is I'm scared and doing it anyway. So anyone who did something and you thought they were brave, if they did it and they weren't scared, they weren't practicing courage. You get to practice the part of you that is courageous when you are feeling unworthy. That's the definition of courage. So how exciting is that? You get to grow that muscle because it's scary and you're doing it anyway. Juliana, you have my vote. You're gonna be amazing. Big talk, I see it. If you just show up and you show up for this possibility and for all those carries out there, this time next year, this is like a multi six-figure business just within the first year. It's gonna be powerful. I mean, this is the kind of thing that people would pay. Let's just say to start, if you had 500 people over the next few months join this, big talk. For $57 a month, it's $28,000 a month. So that's $342,000 a year. If you wind up connecting with 500 people, which you for sure will. And what you're talking about is so crystal clear. You're like, are you this person who has this way that you suffer? Me too. Like, it's so brilliant. Just be prepared, buckle up, go get that $350,000 to hold space and be available. Let's get some big talk. I mean, 500 people over the next few months, for sure. And that, by the way, that will come flooding in to the extent that you are not trying to do this. You just are doing this. Feel the difference in that energy. Here's I'm trying and here's I am. There's a big difference. It's not just the posture. It's like it is an energetic and when you are trying, you like three people, 11, when you are just like, I'm doing this, there's an, always a equal vibration for everything. Everyone's excited. Who's excited for her? Juliana, thank you for sharing your heart with us.
1: Thank you so much for the time.
0: So good. Juliana, you're a blessing. You are a joy. You share such light. I have no doubt that your podcast and your community are going to create such big waves for the carries of the world who need you. Thank you for letting us share this. Everyone, you can go listen to Juliana's podcast, Let's Big Talk. She just released the trailer, so you can check it out on Spotify. You can also follow her on Instagram at Let's Big Talk and message her there. If you want, you can also join her group. It's just a dollar. You can just go to letsbigtalk.teachable.com. It's $1 and you can join her there. Okay, before we keep going, let's just thank our sponsors. Thanks to Wondery for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Wondery's Business Wars has an awesome new season, TikTok versus Instagram, in which they track the war between two social media giants. We all know how much our society is addicted to social media and how tech entrepreneurs are in an all-out race to cash in. TikTok has become one of the most popular apps around the world in the last couple of years, being one of the most influential social media platforms and also making a major impact on the music industry. Even with the recent political pushback against the app, TikTok is still going strong and becoming a huge competitor to Instagram. This season of Business Wars will touch on the founding of both apps and their history to date in reaching their top status in the social media world. I love learning the stories about how these big innovators got their start. And to me, it's always so fascinating to see something like Instagram or TikTok evolve from just an idea to these competing empire. So I'm really excited to follow what happens in this new season. Listen to the newest season of Business Wars, TikTok versus Instagram on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition that tastes great. They use the highest quality plant-based ingredients and each serving has less than three grams of sugar. Each Organifi product offers a different set of health benefits like promoting health weight management with green juice, helping increase energy with red juice, or calming support so you can fall asleep with ease with gold tea. You can check out all the detailed ingredients and benefits of each product on their website. One of my favorites is the red juice. It tastes like a delicious blend of berries and pomegranates. I felt really energized from drinking it and I love how easy it is. All I had to do was mix the superfood powder with water and in less than 30 seconds I had this yummy nutritious juice. No shopping, chopping, juicing, or blending needed. Plus they even have single serve packs that you can take anywhere on the go. It's also really affordable. It costs less than $3 per day and no extra shopping required or mess to clean up. To get 15% off any product, go to organifi.com slash dreamjob and use promo code dreamjob. That's 15% off any product at O R G A N I F I dot com slash dreamjob with promo code dreamjob. Okay, the next hot is with Sherry. Sherry is an artist who recently pivoted into teaching art through workshops and she has such an unbelievable story. It just needs to be told. So here she really dives into something profound that she experienced and how she's now taking all of that to help serve other people. So, So here's what Sherry said. Sherry, I'm
2: right here. You're so cute. Tell me what's going on with you. Everything. It is so great. I'm winning. Okay. I came into this program just to figure out how to sell more of my paintings. And I did not anticipate all the pivots. And so I have a painting workshop. I did a four-week course. I had three people sign up and it started last Saturday. And I did a one and done painting course On Sunday for two hours, and I had two people sign up for that. And I already have January set up, and I already have an idea for February. Like January is winter solstice because of the feedback sheets, the Google Forms. Yeah, Um, Amy has suggested I do a little meditation before these painting workshops because I was yes, I
0: love that idea.
2: I was diagnosed with lupus three years ago, and um, it was really hard. Process getting diagnosed, and um, my story is very similar to yours with childbearing. And um, we are three for five. I have three daughters, and we lost our son toward the end of our pregnancy. His name was Calvin, and they told my husband that they didn't know if I would make it. And I was very very sick with toxemia. And oh my god, I did leave my body and. I started just, I was hovering over my face and then I lifted a little higher and I could see my mother and my body on the bed. And I wasn't sad, you know, there was just, the room was white and it was just very matter of fact, like there's my body and here I am. And I just kept going higher and higher toward the ceiling. It's just very slowly. It was very calm and peaceful and um, I got to the ceiling and the only way I can describe is it's like when you're floating on your back on water. And then my husband and his very boisterous sister came barging into the room and I was about to go through the ceiling and she comes in and is like, hi. And I looked at past her at my husband's face and the sadness, I just was like vacuumed right back into my body. And that night, a priest came and gave me the anointing of the sick, and they were preparing for me to not make it. And the next day, the nurse came in very early in the morning and took me off of all of the machines I was on. And they said, we can't explain it, but you've made a miraculous turnaround because all my organs were failing. And so it was just really amazing. And they told me that I had a blood disorder associated with lupus. Someday I might develop it. And I spent four years doctor hopping and being told you're just fine because I look like this on the outside, but I was, you know, rotting on the inside. And over the four years, it started with my memory and I got to the point where I couldn't even find my way through town driving. And so I just quit driving. Even going to the grocery store was too much work. It was too hard. And I just cried all the time. And so then I was told I was pre-diabetic it led me to a rheumatologist. So anyway, um, I got diagnosed with lupus. And so it's been a three year process to get healthy. And it took two years. And this past year, I have been reclaiming my life. And a year ago, I bought your book. And I was like, that's what I'm gonna do. And I was so angry at lupus. A year ago, I painted this painting called No Limits. And It was just really dark in the background. And then with red, just streaks was just like, I hate lupus. I do not have lupus. You will not rule my life. And um, that painting just sold recently. And I decided I was going to fight for my life and getting my life back. And it was not going to control me. And Amy Purdy was a huge inspiration because I'm like, she doesn't even have feet. I can do this. And so COVID happened. I was going to spend this year doing art shows. And really, I'd said last October, I have one year to have a plan next October. I'll spend this year figuring it out and I'll come up with a plan. And then in August, you came across my Instagram feed and I'm like, she's my girl. And so I said to my husband, I was like, I really want to do this. This is what's going to catapult me. He's like, we can't afford that. I was like, you're right, I know. And so I I just was sick to my stomach. And so I decided I have my own art account. I don't need permission. And I was like, I am my own person. I don't need his permission. I will put every painting for sale. And that if I can make the 297, I will know that's my sign I'm supposed to be in this course. And by Tuesday night, I had 300 and $17. And on Wednesday, when it cleared my bank, I signed up. And so it's changed my life. And I'm just so excited because I couldn't even envision what I was going to do. But now I'm doing painting workshops. What? And so for February, one thing my husband says all the time is no matter what you do, do it with love. And he tells my girls that with everything, it doesn't matter if you're cleaning toilets or running a business do it with love and he says it all the time and I'm like February I have to have a course that's called do it with love I'm going to teach people how to use this special uh, medium to make uh, their painting like three-dimensional and you can take like broken necklaces or things that you've loved in your past that they're broken and you can stick it into the painting and it would just be so cool. I don't know how to turn this into a membership and a, like a whole thing, but there you go. I'm
0: like literally in awe. (laughs) I mean, completely and totally. What you just spoke can power the entire continent. It's just life. It's liquid life. It's just like How you show up and the way you say what you say and what you say and how you did what you did and every single aspect of it. It's just wow. And then this idea of like taking something broken and bringing it into the artwork. It's like, could you have had a better idea? Like, I mean, it's so perfectly perfect. Everything you just said. Okay. So you've been teaching classes. Let's get mundane and boring for a second. So you've been teaching classes, paint workshops, right? Mm -hmm. So what have you been doing? What have you been charging? And what is like the most epic desire? If you could just like, you know, take out that paintbrush and paint the way that this would look, what would it be? What's the invitation? What does it look like?
2: Okay. Well, I didn't anticipate even doing workshops. I was like, I resisted it for so long. I was like, no, no, no. And so I finally just surrendered and said, let's do it, whatever. I'm all in. I'm doing whatever Kathy says to do. (laughs) And so, um, and it worked. And so I just quit questioning and I just, I want to paint. I want to move people. Well, and what I keep going live and on this thing, I'm kind of addicted. And I keep saying how art was therapy for me um, because even my husband kept saying, you're fine. You get in your head. And doctors were telling me I was fine. And I cried all the time because I was in so much pain and I felt really alone. And I even said this live, I felt more alone after I got diagnosed because people were like, yeah, yeah, you're on medication. We don't want to talk about this. And what what I came to realize is like, and when I would say, oh yeah, I had a flare and people, you know, if I even just mentioned the word lupus, they would all gaze down, you know, and I was like, oh, okay. We can't talk about this. They can't handle it. And I'm such a (laughs) oversharer, So, so I just stopped talking about it. And someone said to me things that people don't understand, they aren't comfortable talking about. So I was like, okay, that's okay. They're not there. That's fine. But I just want to create a place that people feel seen and heard and safe and comfortable sharing and the art can be an outlet for people to just escape because it was so therapeutic for me in my healing and a lot of tears were shed into my paint.
0: It's so beautiful. And it's, again, it's just such a simple wish, you know, it's like for people to just feel seen and heard. Right. Mm -hmm. And because you're an artist, you're so creative. And I have no doubt that you would come up with like prompts or, you know, like I'm going to play a song and we'll do a meditation. I love the idea of starting with a meditation. So tell me about that. So if we started a class with a meditation Mm -hmm. to then, kind of get whatever is this divine download in the moment and then paint from that place. And is it as simple as that? Or is it sometimes painting and sometimes it's something else? Like what was your vision for that?
2: I was kind of winging it. Yeah. Winging. It's great. Yeah. Just, I feel like I'm winging everything right now.
0: So in this moment, let's talk about your visibility, right? Like how are people hearing this? This should be on a megaphone through all the streets, you, your story, your purpose, your mission. It's so gorgeous. It's so, it's pure liquid life. It is. So it's like, what are you doing right now to be visible?
2: I'm going live every day on your what Instagram or Instagram, where? Instagram, Good. and Good. then it goes right over into Facebook. Um, on my stories.
0: So what's the offer right now? You have these workshops. So were they like a one-time class or was it a five-week class? What was it so far?
2: Um, One of them was uh, just a two-hour one-time class. And then the other one was a four-week course where I teach them my techniques and methods from beginning to end and how to approach a canvas because just a plain white canvas can be really intimidating to make a markdown. And so we started that last Saturday. And it was so much fun. Like I'm floating on a cloud. I just like, it was so much fun, so much fun.
0: We have a few more things to cover, but first let's just take a quick ad break. You probably know Glossier from their skincare products and for popularizing the glowy dewy skin look, but they also create makeup products, body care products, and fragrances that condense the best of beauty and are inspired by real routines from their community. Give or get Glossier U for $60 and pick up the best-selling selling bomb.com while you're at it to get the silky limited edition holiday G-Pal scarf for free. I've been using their award-winning fragrance called Glossier U. I love how it's layered with different scents like iris root, pink pepper, and ambrose and musk. It creates this really balanced, creamy, comforting, warm fragrance that lasts pretty much all day long. They also have an amazing hand cream, which is a fast-absorbing, nutrient-rich moisturizer for hands. It's non-greasy, comes in a cute, squeezable, palm-sized pod, and it's packed with antioxidants that sink right in so you can have happier, nourished skin. And best of all, you can get this hand cream free with every order of $70 or more. Get Glossier U and the very festive, limited-edition G-Pal scarf by visiting glossier.com slash podcast slash dreamjob. For a limited time, new customers can get ten percent off your first order. Certain exclusions apply. That's glossier dot com slash podcast slash dream job. So you know the Julia Cameron artist way. You know she calls it a twelve step program. It's recovery. She she equates it with her own twelve step journey of her addiction. She's been sober for a long time, but she considers recovering your creative self a recovery process. And that book has been sold like 30 million times. So clearly there's a market for this, right? And I think it's something like that. It's your version of that recovery. I mean, that's what you just spoke into the world is I want to help people find a therapeutic healing experience through making things. And it's not about making them perfect, right? Right. So I think that's a beautiful offer. And I think your transformation journey. That's the story, right? And they'll get it. And then it doesn't matter what the pain is. It's that you get that pain exists. So you're a good person to be with, who's not going to look down when somebody says what they're struggling with. And then it's like, well, this is the tool. Look at me. Like you're literally a living (laughs) example of like, all the Christmas lights are on. Look at you. You're like (laughs) shining. So it's like, how did that happen? It's like, I painted my way through it. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. paint your way home. This is your road home, right? Back to center. I mean, it's so perfect. It's like, I could see so many people who are like, that's me, right? I'm somebody who's dealing with a lot and I could see how creativity could help me relax, Mm de-stress, show up, be playful, not try to think so much, right? It's very meditative. We know that coloring is a form of meditation, they even say, right? So it's all so obvious so I'd love to see you do that. Um, I think that you can absolutely, like you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions of dollars doing this. This is it. So this is so exciting. So I would say you're doing all the things right by going live. Like, yes. Um, I imagine you've told that story, right? You've told that story.
2: Yes. Mostly to our group. Like, I've talked about my lupus and the stress and the pain and how art was my therapy. I didn't go way back to, you know, 20 years ago when we lost our son, but yes, I've been talking about the lupus and the pain and just putting myself out there more and more and getting rid of those voices that I created. You know, I grabbed onto people that I know have a sharp tongue and who have offended me in the past. And I'm like, they're going to judge me. I, let go of that at about week eight and just haven't looked back.
0: Let me ask you a question about that and how it pertains to when you just said, well, I haven't gone all the way back. What comes up with the idea of sharing that incredible spiritual journey that you were so generous to share with us?
2: I don't know. I just think, oh, it's the past, you know, who wants to hear that? And it's such a hard story.
0: Look, the bottom line is that you don't have to share any one piece for this to be amazing and successful. That's not true. I'd be lying if I told you that's true. But I think it's interesting that when you felt safe, I didn't tell you what to share and you shared that. And we were literally all in tears because it was so powerful and it was so not hard to hear. It was the opposite of, oh my God, this is the most hopeful thing at the end of the day, you could talk to the person who has the most, you know, belief in the world. God, do they want some little email from God that something else is on the other side? Like we all want that, you know, And in the, in the heart of the heart, even cynical people are hoping there's something else. So when people are willing to share stories like that, especially if it's your truth, especially if it's what you decided to share tonight, when you felt safe, I just wonder, <laughs> hmm, you know, because it's like, who would you attract if you just went all in? Like, when when my friends talk about doing five-day launches and they hate launching and the whole, and I'm like, oh, I love launching. And they're like, well, I'm going to come join your launch. And they join my launch. They're like you shared all that in your launch. And I'm like, yeah, because you know what? I want to attract the people who are my people. And I want it to be that if you don't like what I'm sharing, please don't show up mm-hmm. because the cost of being in this conversation with Sherry right now means that you're the kind of person who can handle this level of conversation. And look who's here. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> And Amy's like that, you know. And Amy t- said when she was on my podcast, that moment of when she also sort of left her body and she saw these three like angels coming to her and saying like, "Welcome, like it's time to go." And she said, "I, I don't think I'm done." And she said she remembered the taste of the f- the garden hose on her lips. And she said, "But life is so good. I want that." And then they were like, "No, no, no, no." Like, there's something so much bigger and it was so peaceful. And then she was wow. not in pain and she was fine and she started to go. And then she saw her dad's face and she was like, mm-hmm. I have to go back. I don't even know who that is, but he needs me to come back. So I'm going back. And then her dad gave her his kidney and saved her life. So it's kind of amazing.
2: Can She's, I tell you one more piece? Yeah. So after they took me off of all of the uh, oh machines, goodness. I spent nine days total in the hospital. And so I was off all of the machines. And then that afternoon, I started um, seeing this figure, a hooded person, woman. I couldn't see her face. She had no face or hands. And um, she was holding a baby swaddled in blue. And she was in dark blue. And the space around her was light blue. And I kept seeing it. I thought I was going crazy. And you know, I'd open my eyes and I just, it was stressing me out so bad. And this happened all day long. Every time I closed my eyes, cause I just wanted to escape because the pain was so unbelievable, the emotional pain. And then I could feel my grandmother all around me, like under me, behind me. And she kept talking into my right ear saying, I will be holding your baby for you until you get here. And I really thought I was going crazy. So that happened for the entire day. And then the next day and my mother, I finally said to her, I said, your mommy's here because she always called her mommy. She still calls her mommy. And so I told her what was happening and I never really understood it. And I was sharing it with a friend and I said, I just can't understand why my grandmother, I could see her in front of me holding my baby and then I could feel her underneath me. And she said, and we're Catholic. So this woman said, Sherry, Mary was holding your baby and your grandmother was holding you. And I was like, oh my gosh.
0: Most beautiful thing ever been said on any call, right? (laughs) Top that. Okay. So here's the thing. So, you know, what's so amazing is that you've been through so much and there's so many parts of this story. I mean, there's Five stories in one. But what's so beautiful is that the place where your voice cracks is when you talk about that baby. Mm -hmm. So your love of that life, that's like the highest vibration, even more than your own struggle. It's where it goes, right? So let's, let's just look at this for a second we always talk about from a perspective of growing a business, it's really important to be specific. And, you know, it's one thing to be like anyone who needs to recover yourself and you've gone through, you know, any kind of struggle, like that's, there's a place for that. But there's a specific person who's been through that kind of loss who you can talk to in a way that is Levels above what probably everyone could share with her, that which you just said, right? When I went through this trisomy 18 diagnosis and this baby, I had to let him go. All these people on the internet reached out to me who have Instagram followings for moms who never got to, you know, hug those babies or whatever. And it's just amazing, this community of people. And it's the sweetest, most spiritually aligned. I don't know. There's something so sacred about it Mm -hmm. because a mother who had this like connection and then no one really gets it. Right. But like you get that. So I just can see like already I'm just thinking about like all of a sudden it gives me like ideas, you know, and I'm not talking about ideas like, Oh, it's good strategy. Like this is real. Like do you know this woman, Zoe Clark? She has 59,000 followers. She calls herself a grief specialist and baby loss, right, specifically. And there were all these people like her who do the most beautiful thing. I could just see that turning into like, like, obviously you can serve anyone, but it's important to think about choosing first a person, right, and really getting clear. And I could just see like, that that would be this woman. I posted um, a piece of work of hers. This woman, Liana, she says like her handle, it's like art and miscarriage. So like all the (laughs) things that she paints look like this, like these little angel babies. It's just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of these women who are walking where a lot of people won't walk. So I just think like, maybe there's also a reason why I'm sharing that with you. What do you think about that?
2: I love it. You know, that's another area that I'm not allowed to go because it's too hard for people and no one, you know, and that was another time that same, I felt like I, um, in getting diagnosed, I felt like I relived that pregnancy loss, losing my son all over again because it was the same reaction and I wasn't allowed to grieve. I wasn't allowed, I couldn't hold my baby because the way they had to deliver him, he came out piecemeal. So I have little handprints and footprints, but you know, it just, it was such a lonely place to be and no one will talk about it. And I just want to create a place where it's like, yes, it's okay to talk about this stuff,
0: so. I just think this is, like, so gorgeous, and it's, like, you know, I just heard it in the way that your voice cracked, when, like, you would, like, kind of go back to that, and I think that that's what's left unsaid. Like, you've done so much, you've, like, survived so much, but, like, that piece is, like, it's the unspoken, the deepest part, and it's kind of, like, then he gets to be, really in this world helping all these people you know and you could name it in some way after him or for him and and then all these women get to grieve right and get to hold space for that because i do think that it's missing women go through this alone i was afraid to share when that happened because i was like oh my god people are going to judge me like mm-hmm. we went to three specialists i was begging him To give me permission to not terminate it. I was literally begging. He was like, there's nothing kind about it. This baby has a hole in its brain. Like that's selfish. Like you can't do that, you know? And I was just like begging the doctor. I was like, couldn't even breathe. I was like, I can't. You don't understand. (laughs) You don't know the kind of person I am. I was just like an absolute mess. And then I was like, on top of it, I need to keep it quiet because people are going to judge me. You know, and I felt responsible. I was like, "Oh my God, my body made something that made somebody sick like what couldn't it just what's wrong with me? I failed. I felt like it's just so many layers, right, and so it's just so missing from mm-hmm. this space, and people don't get it. People are like it wasn't a child, God forbid, who was right. this age. you' like, do you know what it's like to be pregnant and feel a person heartbeat kicking like it's Mm -hmm. that is so sacred and so real realer than real I mean it is there's no space for it and you get it and you say it with like the wings of angels every time you talk you just feel this energy of something like opens up and it's gonna lift all these women so I want to come to it But I just imagine what, where you could go if there was like, there's some kind of meditation or some kind of connection with this life. And then you paint from that place or share from that place or hold space and all these other women who you could connect with on Instagram, who are doing this holy work and they could come in in some way, or you could collaborate in some way, or, uh, you know, a lot of them aren't artists, they're artists with their words, but I wonder if then you could create something that they, I don't know. I just think that there's, that's a whole world that needs you. Then I I just see people signing up and I think it would be fulfilling for you. That's my gut. That's my guess.
2: I love it. It's so epic.
0: It's (laughs) with a capital E. So, I mean, you know, there's like along the way, as you walked us through this, there's like four different groups of humans (laughs) that you can serve. But I think there's something divine, like literally divine about moms and their like angel babies. I just think that could be really beautiful and like, see where that goes. I think they need to hear uh, what you shared about what you saw and the interpretation of that. Like, that's so beautiful. Um, but they just need space. They just need space to process it. And anyway, I would love for you <laughs> to get this out there ASAP and just start to like talk to that woman. And see, see where that goes and see if you could gather those women together over the next 30 days and and wing it. Do it on the spot. You know, first we're gonna get together on Zoom, we're gonna do a little thing, we're each gonna share something. I'm gonna share my story, then we're gonna paint something. I'm gonna put on some music, we're gonna do a little meditation or whatever. I would just wing it, but gather those women together. I have no doubt, no doubt that you are here for a very sacred assignment. It is so obvious, as obvious as anything has ever been to me. So that's my gut. I mean, I I think it'll lead to a lot of things. A lot of things will come from it because you ask yourself two questions. Sherry Salata said this to me, you ask two questions before you create something. Is there an audience for it? And does anyone need it? And the answer to both of those is yes. So anyway, this was just absolutely mesmerizing.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Sherry, you have such Herculean strength and such courage. Look what you've survived. And it's just such an honor. It's such an honor to know you and I just want to thank you again and again for giving us the just the sheer privilege of sharing this story. I think it's really going to speak to so many of our listeners who've been through loss and those feelings of being alone and I hope that you continue to just know that you are so needed and you keep walking this path where so many people have been afraid to go. You guys can go see Sherry's beautiful artwork and sign up for her workshops at sherrybaritz.com. And her Instagram is at sherrybaritz, which is S-H-E-R-I-B-I-R-I-T-Z. I still can't believe how amazing these two women are. Let's go over the takeaways. Number one, showing up as your messy, crying self can mean a lot to people. Number two, becoming ourselves is about unbecoming the things that we're not. Number three, rising up means simultaneously sinking down into your knowing. Number four, our inner voices are like characters. Let them be there, but you're playing the main role. Number five, confidence doesn't come first. First, it's courage. Number six, walk in the space where people won't walk. Number seven, there's a whole world that needs you don't wait one more second to shine your light. And number eight, you are here for a very sacred assignment. Now I want to share a couple more wins from our students. So Karen said, I got my first paid clients, four people signed up for my jumpstart your publishing journey, Black Friday special workshop. Also, I've narrowed down my audience even more through going live in the Facebook group for seven days. Karen, that's awesome. I'm so proud of you. I love that you're showing up and really honing it on who you're serving. So excited to see how much this is going to grow. You guys can go give Karen some love. Her Instagram is at Karen Wonders and Karen is spelled C-A-R-Y-N. Our next win, Sophia said, I shipped my first commissioned crafts piece. It'll be featured on my Instagram at Sophia Ulrika Design as soon as it's delivered. I also put out a Black Friday offer for my brand and content workshop and I've gotten three confirmed clients so far. So excited and grateful. Sophia, that's amazing. Way to put those offers out and make yourself available. I can't wait for your art and your workshop to keep bringing in more clients and more opportunities for you. Everyone go check out Sophia's amazing work. Her Instagram is at Sophia Ulrika Design, which is S-O-F-I-A-U-L-R-I-K-A Design. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this show and listening the way you listen. You know, some people hear things, but they don't really listen and you do. And I know you're busy and it means so, so much that you're here and you're really present. We have so many good episodes coming up. So make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, because it is completely free to listen and subscribe. And before we go, did this inspire you today? Can you think of one person who would really benefit from hearing this? If the answer is yes, then right now, email the link to them, text the link to them or post about this show on your Instagram and tag your friend and tag me at kathy.heller so I can repost it. Also, go to my Instagram at kathy.heller and you'll see the post from yesterday about business warming parties. Tell me in the comments there what business you're starting. I'm gonna choose three of you and I'm gonna send you a package and celebrate you because I am here for this. This deserves to be celebrated. Finally, if you wanna be coaching with me, you can do one of two things. You can be part of our Arrive community. You can go to kathyheller.com slash Arrive community and join us. It's month to month. It is an amazing high vibe community. The other option is if you've taken my program made to do this or any of my other programs, or if you have a business and you already have the idea and you just want to now grow and scale it, you can apply for my mastermind at kathyheller.com slash apply. I love you guys. I'll leave you with a song and I'll talk to you Monday.